motherfucker. Look what that money make a bitch do. Mm, 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 mm. What's up? This your girl, The Ebony J, and you're listening to the Unchristian Light Conduct Podcast. Make sure you shop at 879 for all your custom jewelry and accessory needs. We rocking all gold like we back in the 90s. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Kay, owner of Nita's Hands, and you are now listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. I'm Peyton Satan, and you're listening to the Unchristian Like Conduct Podcast. Sell 2G, 2000 watts.
in my uh, Damn, son, where'd you find this? Hey y'all, it's your girl Heather B and I am calling on everyone, okay? Because I just got something to brag about. Unchristian like conduct? Y'all haven't tuned in. You mean to tell me y'all have not tuned in yet? Listen, it's got to be the hottest podcast out right now. So you gotta check it out and tell them Heather B sent you. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another motherfucking episode of Unchristian Like Motherfucking Conduct in the Motherfucking Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, man. Another episode. Episode 41. 41 on y'all hoes. And 41 and many more to go. Like always, it's your boy Golo because I'm the god of everything I've done. I'm the god of everything I plan to do. And I'm the god of everything I'm doing right the fuck now, man. We back in this bitch again. And we got a lot of shit to get into, dog. Yeah, yeah. A lot of shit to get into, but first, we're gonna get into it. We just gonna jump straight into it. Tight shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? Tight shit like that. We're gonna get into the news and music and shit. Like my playlist over the past week of new shit that dropped that I've been fucking with. Yo, we're gonna get right into it. Let me see what the fuck we got going on. Okay, first of all, we're gonna get right into that key glock. Key glock. You feel me? Paper route, empire type shit. Uh, he dropped the yellow tape too. Uh, twenty tracks. I fuck with the whole project. You dig what I'm saying? Some of the standout tracks on this motherfucker for me. Let's see which one. Some of the standout ones. Juice man, juice man. You did yo, uh, kind of like an OJ the Juice Man type beat. Nigga was going off on that motherfucker. I fuck with that. I fuck with that Channel 5. I fuck with that quarterback. Yeah, I fuck with quarterback for sure, for sure. That's like one of my favorite ones that I've been on. It's been quarterback and it's been juice mine that I've been really been fucking with the most. That I've been having on repeat like a motherfucker. Uh, what else? That Eve. I fuck with that Eve. I fuck with, um, you feel me? with something about me bill kate bill gates um it's just you feel me i fuck with the whole project man he did what the fuck he was supposed to do man i'm ready to see more visuals and shit that he coming out with it. and then he did the three board the 3d billboard in times square uh that shit was hard as fuck uh i ain't never seen no rapper or nobody in general do no shit like that have a 3d billboard uh that was dope but his whole little roll out of whole little antics that came with the the album that came out with hard I, I fuck with the project i give it a let me see what rating i'm gonna get this motherfucker uh god damn i get this motherfucker about an 8.8 out of 10 i fuck with it for the most part um 
what else we got? Oh yeah, two chains. If y'all know one of his um previous mixtapes he put out was the True Religion mixtape. He put out an anniversary edition of this mixtape and um he added two tracks on there. One of them is called Rick. It's with Big Sean Rick with Big Sean and the other one is called Sofa with Wiz Khalifa. I fuck with both of the tracks. But I fuck with the Sofa track with Wiz Khalifa uh more so than the other track. But you feel me? I fuck with both of those tracks for the most part. So make y'all make sure y'all go check that out. It's the true religion anniversary edition. Uh he put that out with two new songs and, and those were the two new songs. But I fuck with most of them. I fuck with both of them for the most part, but I fuck with the one with Wiz Khalifa more. Uh the city girls, you know, you, you you know what I'm talking about. Anytime you're in Miami is involved with any motherfucking thing, I'm going to be tapped into it. You feel me? If you know me, you know I love me some motherfucking young Miami. I love me some motherfucking Lotto. I love me some motherfucking Ruby Rose. Who the fuck else? The list goes on and on, but those are my big motherfucking three. Anytime any of them motherfuckers is, is involved in any motherfucking thing, I'm tapped in. And I fuck with JT too, but... As I've said before, out of the two of them and the city girls, it's young Miami for me. And not saying JT ugly or nothing shit like that. JT bad as a motherfucker, but it's just been my preference. A nigga is allowed to have his own preference, right? Exactly. But yeah, like I was saying, they dropped a track called Scared. It's from the uh, Brew soundtrack. I think this is the, the movie that Holly Berry is in. Where she like an MMA fighter or some type of fighter or some shit like that. She got like a whole all-female hip-hop or soundtrack i think that's the first time ever that a movie soundtrack has had all female hip-hop artists or female artists in general on that motherfucker i think they got city girls young young and may they got a whole bunch of hard-ass motherfucking female rappers and artists on that motherfucker but matter of fact did they put out the whole soundtrack for that shit yet no i didn't put out the whole soundtrack for it but yeah like I said, it's a track on there called Scared. I actually fuck with it. It's a hard track. You feel me? In my opinion, they should make a video for it. It's that hard. Uh, straight like that. Uh, we got another one with Ari Lennox. Yeah, Ari Lennox. I be, I, I be saying her name wrong. I feel like I be saying Ari Lennox. It was Ari Lennox. She put out a track called My Favorite Things. I fuck with that. She don't miss anything she put out. It's going to go crazy for me. I just fuck with her. Fuck with her vibe, fuck with her style, fuck with her music. Fuck, she's just fine as hell, too, so she don't miss. And like I said, the name of that church is my favorite things. I fuck with that. French Mentana, French, I said French Mentana. I, I, sometimes I be like, nigga, can you talk right sometimes, nigga? But, yo, <laughs> like I was saying, French Montana, man, he got a, uh, I think the name of his album is They Got Amnesia because it got him hooked up to like some some shit in the hospital and he looked crazy with his shirt off and shit like that. But the name of the track that I was talking about was Panicking. It's with him and Five Year Foreign. I actually fuck with that. I don't too much. First Montana is really a hit or miss for me. If the if his beat don't really go crazy, I'm not gonna fuck with the song, like, it been most of the times well, most of the uh, songs from French Montana that I fuck with is mainly because the hook go crazy and the beat go crazy, if neither one of them motherfuckers go crazy he already can't really rap in general so he gotta have some kind of upside on the motherfucking song he putting out either the hook gotta go crazy, the beat gotta go crazy, or the motherfucker featured on the song that he dropping gotta go crazy, and all of them motherfuckers 
uh, coincided with each other, so that made me fuck with the, the record because I'm not finna listen to no French Montana records expecting this nigga to just go crazy with the, the bars and the lyrics and shit like that because that's, that's not that's, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Let's be real. But yeah, I actually fuck with that track. Uh, like I said, it's called Panicking. It's with Five Year Farm. Five Year Farm, he been going crazy lately too. Uh, Travis motherfucking Scott. Travis Scott been in the news like a motherfucker these past few days. We gonna get into that whole shit uh, in the next part of the show. Uh, but yeah, he dropped two tracks called Escape Plan and Mafia. And I honestly don't even remember if they were good or not, for real. I think one, I fucked with one of them. I think the one that I fucked with was Escape Plan. But if I can't remember if the song was good or bad, then it probably wasn't even that good. Because I'm going to remember some shit like that. But if you're a Travis Scott fan, make sure y'all go tap in and go listen to Escape Plan and Mafia. Uh, but yo, like I said, we're going to get into that nigga a little bit more in the next part of the show. Uh, Snoop Dogg, he dropped a track called Murder Music. It's with Benny the Butcher, Jada Kiss, and Busta Rhymes. I fuck with that shit. And I was looking at the interview that he did on me and I was rough again. That's one of the main podcasts that I really tap into and listen to uh, and watch every week. He was on that motherfucker. And he coming out with an album. I want to say, uh, what's the name of that shit they said it was? Damn. Oh, yeah, the algorithm. The algorithm. He coming out with that this Friday. And it was one track on there. I forgot the name of that motherfucker, but it was with Fab and somebody else on that motherfucker. That motherfucking shit was so hard. It was Fab. Damn. Fuck else was on that bitch, bro? Damn. I can't remember, but I know Fab was on that motherfucker. That motherfucker, that shit was hard. That 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 shit was hard, bro. I'm for sure gonna uh, probably... You gonna probably hear that motherfucker uh, at some point of this show next uh week you gonna hear that motherfucker either during the, the intro the commercial break or the outro you're gonna hear that motherfucker unless more music come out that i fuck with and it's better than that but yeah shout out to snoop dog he said he he, he kind of like a long, uh he gonna be on his dj Khaled uh tight vibe he gonna bring together a whole bunch of artists and shit on different tracks and this is gonna you feel me it's a lot of motherfuckers saying that this album gonna be hard though. Like I've been hearing other artists, I've been hearing other like articles and shit like that saying it's gonna be hard. But he said he on his he on, he on his DJ Khaled tip on his DJ Khaled vibe. So you feel me? I'm 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 excited to hear that. Excited to see what the fuck is gonna be up with this goddamn project. And yeah, like I said, the the, the title of this track that I was talking about was Murder Music. I fuck with that uh, for sure. Uh, like I just said earlier, nigga, my big three is Young Miami, Lotto, and Ruby Rose. And now we finna get into Lotto. She dropped a track called Southside. She was barring niggas up, talking her shit. Had Monica, uh, DeRiz, Deshaun, Kelly. She had a whole bunch of other motherfuckers in the video. I fuck with the video. I fuck with the song. I fuck with her. I'm really thinking that she finna come out with a project, a whole album type thing. And she been going crazy. She she did the freestyle on LA Leakers, was popping her shit. Like it ain't nothing she can do wrong in my eyes. Like 
We give a fuck about any of y'all little... Hey, yeah, man. Y'all got to talk about this shit, man. It was a... This, my Twitter feed really is kind of like crazy, bro. Because it was one dude that I follow on there. He was just basically saying that Lotto is ugly. Like, nigga, like, how fucking dare you, nigga? Like, what? There ain't nothing about this motherfucker that's ugly. Like, niggas don't have no taste in women at all nowadays, bro. Like, niggas be liking be thinking some of the most weirdest and like I don't want to call nobody like ugly but some of the motherfuckers yeah fuck it nigga this unchristian like conduct I'm finna say what the fuck I want to say most of these motherfucking people that y'all consider to look good don't look good bro these motherfuckers be ugly and y'all talking about a lot of ugly bro ain't shit about her ugly and like, these motherfuckers that y'all be talking about fine be the ones that be ugly like y'all taste is trash like y'all that shit is just boo boo doo doo shitty trash ass taste that y'all got y'all call motherfucking lotto ugly who else y'all call ugly that goddamn baffles me megan the stallion ugly who else like all of the baddest finest motherfuckers i call it ugly like on what scale of looking good what kind of scale do y'all blind ass be looking at because whatever scale y'all looking at I'm, I'm gonna make sure I don't got down followed by y'all motherfucking scale because that shit is oh my fucking god like what the fuck do y'all be looking at what 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 is really fine I, I'm gonna ask this nigga like what is fine to you like that what, who are the baddest motherfucker the, the most beautiful woman in the motherfucking world to you because like what the fuck, bro? Like, that shit, like, that's crazy to me, like. And it ain't got nothing to do with Lotto. It's just women in general, like. <sighs> it's like motherfuckers is point blank, plain as day, fine and beautiful as hell. But I really feel like most motherfuckers say that shit just to want to be different. Like, you, you real, that's some different ass shit. Yeah, you different for sure, like. And and it and it kind of like coincides with the women that motherfucking they niggas be actually talking to. Like your girlfriend ain't even all that goddamn cute herself. Like or the person you with don't even look that good herself. So how fucking dare you say that this motherfucker ugly? Like <laughs> your decision making skills on finding beautiful and attractive women ain't really up to par. I said what I said. I know it might sound fucked up, but I just had to call a spade a spade. Like, so before you call a motherfucker ugly, that's fine as hell. Look at the person you with. Think to yourself, damn, do I really have? Do I really have? Um, what am I trying to say? Can I really talk about somebody else being ugly when the woman that I'm with ain't even? Well, you know what? I can't say that, but maybe they beautiful as fuck in your eyes. You know what? I, I I can say that, but nigga, no. Like, I'm going to really start coming at some of y'all. If y'all really be coming at, uh, I'm going to really have to talk my shit. Like, I've been letting, I been letting a lot of shit slide, like, for years. It ain't got shit to do with it. It's just, like, shit in general. Like, it, it was a point in my life on social media 
when I just talked my shit and just said what the fuck I wanted to say on everything that I disagree with. <laughs> but at this stage of my life, a lot of that shit don't even, it's not worth my energy to respond to. I remember when, like, back, like, a couple, a few years ago, and, like, I, I would say shit to everything that I disagree with. But that type of shit, that, that ain't really something that's gonna really uh, be worth my energy responding to. But it's getting to a point where I'm gonna have to say something. Like, if y'all keep uh, coming at my uh, my baby mamas like that, yeah, I said baby mamas with an S. Y'all keep coming at Lotto, y'all keep coming at Young Miami like that. I'm really, we really gonna have a problem. And, yeah, like, shut the fuck up. Like, Go go go! Live a, a storybook life with you, with your girl, with your with your wife, with your woman. Worry about your worry about her. You feel me? Worry about making sure she's straight. Stop stop fucking with my baby mama, bro. Baby mamas ain't did shit to y'all. Worry about your woman. Worry about your wife, and let that shit be what the fuck it is, and just go on about your your uh motherfucking life, man. Y'all got one more motherfucking time, man. Stop fucking playing with motherfucking baby mama, man. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with y'all. I ain't really that serious, but it is that serious because it's a lot of motherfucking beautiful ass women out here. And for y'all to just take the time out y'all day to just try to tear down a motherfucking woman that's doing her shit, doing good for her family, doing good for herself, and they ain't did shit to you for you to take your time out and be like, she ugly. That's some shit going on internally within yourself or going on internally with the person you're with. Maybe you you need to go goddamn go see a therapist or some shit like that. Cause that's an internal shit that you need to deal with yourself. Yeah, okay. Next, 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 next. Let me let me let me go to this next motherfucker song before I, I goddamn go through a whole rant about that shit. But I had to say something about that shit. You feel me? I just had to. Uh Okay, uh, Leilani, this is, uh, Polo G's sister, you feel me? She dropped a track called Last Strike, and you feel me? If you know me, and you know the type of music that you've been hearing on the show, or the type of music that I've been suggesting, and that I've mentioned before, I'm a big fan of women R&B music. Um, and you ain't gonna hear too many niggas that's gonna openly, openly say that. Cause they want to listen to all this gangster music and all this hard trap ass music every day, all day. And when in actuality, that shit ain't realistic, nigga. Broaden the horizon of your motherfucking music playlist, nigga. What the fuck you want to hear about niggas getting shot up, niggas getting robbed, niggas getting killed 24-7 every fucking day. Nigga, switch up the moves of your day, nigga. God damn. So I'm gonna be one of the niggas that stand on the hill and tell you that I fuck with R&B and I fuck with women's R&B music. And I don't give a fuck what nobody gotta say about it, nigga. I, I listen to a whole bunch of music in general, but I'm a I'm a fan of that shit. Cause I'm just a fan of the shit. But like I was saying, Leilani, this Polo G's sister, she dropped a track called Last Strike. I really fuck with this record. I really fuck with the track. I fuck with the video. Make sure y'all go tap in if uh, all the women that's listening to it. I really feel like y'all gonna fuck with it for sure. It give you kind of like uh, early two early two thousands to mid two thousands type R and B. Like it, it kind she kind of give you kind of like the Keisha Cole's or the K Michelle 
when they was really in their bag making records and shit like that. It, it kind of give you like a Keisha Cole, old Keisha Cole, old K. Michelle type vibe. So I want all the women that listen to this to go check that out for sure. This like, I'm telling you to go listen to this shit because it really is a dope ass record. And if you a nigga listening to it, nigga, you go listen to it too, nigga. Like I said, uh, broaden horizons of, of your, your ear, nigga. Stop listening to all that gangster. I'ma shoot your ass in the face and all that type shit. 24-8 and 24-7, nigga. God damn. That's just like how when you in the club and then the goddamn DJ playing goddamn trap music on every motherfucking drop and song, nigga. Like, you see all these motherfucking women in the club, nigga. I'm pretty sure these motherfucking women want to throw some ass. I'm pretty sure they want to throw some ass. Now, they could throw some ass to some trap music, but goddamn, nigga. I'm pretty sure it's a nigga in here. He see a goddamn woman that goddamn looking good at fuck. I'm like, oh, shit, let me go in there. Goddamn, see what the fuck she talking about. Goddamn, let me see if she gonna throw her ass on nigga room. One time, one time, one time, shit like that. And nigga ain't gonna be able to goddamn go go with him move if you playing some goddamn trap hard ass music. All that that, that shit. I, I said something about this shit because I threw a birthday party. Uh, I want to say it was year before last, two years ago, and a motherfucking DJ that was done. That nigga played straight trap music, and I was already fucked up. And you playing and you making me mad, nigga. Play some. Some shit was a, a motherfucker could goddamn throw some ass or grind on some niggas in here, grind on my ass. Let me just make this just a selfish moment right now. Grind to throw some ass on me, goddamn. So, nigga, broaden your horizons of your goddamn the, the music that you're listening to, goddamn. That's the put uh, that's the moral of the motherfucking story. Uh, who else, goddamn? Uh, Yellow Bees, he dropped a track called I Guess, and we gonna get into his ass too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we gonna for sure get into his ass too. The news surrounding his name. Uh, Money Man, he dropped a track called Blockchain. I fuck with that shit. Uh, and I randomly came across a project called Drones. Drones, D R O N E S. And it's a uh, dude, his name Terrace Martin. I think I'm saying that right. But I randomly came across this project and I actually fuck with it for sure, for sure. Uh, I fuck with this track called This Morning. And that's one of the most standout tracks on there for me. It's, it's a track called This Morning. Uh, but I randomly came across it and it's a dope ass project. That's something that I um, advise y'all to go tap into and listen to. Uh, drones, Terrace, T-E-R-R-A-C-E, Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, um, and your, uh, 1017, you, you know what I'm talking about, Big Walk Dog, um, he dropped the track called Trap God with Gucci, it's a decent song, you feel me, it ain't some shit that I just, have on repeat and, and play over and over again, but it's alright. It's it's alright. And uh, finally, uh, with the music and shit, Corla Ray she dropped a remix to Twin and them. Now, me personally, I didn't fuck with this. I don't I don't like the song at all. I, I hate that song. Uh, it's only been really doing what it's doing let's we just gonna be honest because it's it's a tiktok song and if you make a song made for tiktok it's gonna go it's gonna do numbers 
Like, that's what artists and shit are doing. Most artists and shit are doing now. They're gonna make a song that's catered to TikTok. It's catered that's gonna have little dance moves and shit like that. That's gonna make your shit go up. Like, we just gonna be real. And I actually fuck with. I'm standing on the hill with this too. I see a lot of slander. Motherfuckers calling her ugly and saying she this and that, saying she too skinny. But I actually fuck with Corla, right? She not no ugly ass girl, and she got like a little slim, thick body, and that's 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 my preference for sure. Like I don't see why motherfuckers call her ugly and, and down her and, and shit on her every chance that they get. I actually fuck with her, but me personally, just because I fuck with you, if I don't fuck with the song that you drop. I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna just fuck with it just because I fuck with you and that 20 them shit it wasn't it but she put the baby on the remix and y'all know I fuck with the baby he even did a good job on his verse but it's not gonna make me fuck with the song more just because she put him on the remix I fuck with his verse if the song came on I probably just rewind to his verse and then that's it but yeah that's where I stand on that uh now we finna get into the latest news and entertainment uh we finna get into it real quick uh oh yeah um terrence j i think they i seen an article that said matter of fact let me let me pull it up real quick uh oh yeah it said terrence j makes it out alive after fair robbery outside his LA home suspects fire shots at Terrence as he fled the scene wow it says Terrence J reported to authorities that he barely made it out alive after an attempted robbery outside his Sherman Oaks home according to TMZ as the TV host pulled up to his driveway around 3am another vehicle with four men inside ordered him to get out of his car Terrence immediately refused the suspect's commands and fled the scene. When the actor was trying to escape, he shared with police that suspects chased and fired shots at him before they fled the scene. Terrence J was able to flag down a California Highway Patrol who later was able to contact the proper authorities. Currently, cops are investigating the report for assault with the deadly weapon. Now, that's crazy, man. Uh... That nigga need a goddamn... Uh, I've been seeing that shit a lot in L.A. L.A. robberies are a um, known fact. So, y'all niggas need to... Damn, like... Be safe out here, man. If you got a, a crib in L.A., you gotta be safe times 1,000, my nigga. Uh, for sure. But, uh, happy belated birthday to Pooh Shiesty, goddamn. I think his birthday was, uh, Monday, I wanna say. Uh, they had a little post where his mom and his girlfriend had pulled up on him. Uh, and he was in the window looking at him, giving him a happy birthday. So, happy belated birthday to uh, Pooh Shiesty. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, yeah, it said Stevie J and Faith Evans, where it actually says Stevie J filed for divorce from Faith Evans. And when I first heard that they was getting married, I already knew that this shit was kind of like, it was it didn't really make sense to me and i'm surprised that it lasted this long i didn't think it was gonna last this long but you feel me uh we still gonna shout out to steve J. shout out to faith evans man make sure uh, <laughs> hopefully they can resolve things in a uh a respectful manner and they can go on about their lives respectfully uh for sure uh 
it was a video going around where Boosie had got into it with um someone of the LGBT community. Uh yeah, I'm gonna say that because niggas get canceled every day, B. So y'all ain't I don't really don't give a fuck about being canceled. If I get canceled, that means shit, I'm 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 doing something right. Or I'm 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 being heard if I'm getting canceled. So I really don't give a fuck about being canceled, but I'm I'm just gonna be respectful. It was somebody that was in the LGBT community, uh, was talking shit to him. And it was clearly a mic above them. So he clearly is gonna he's doing this shit for a music video. But it was just crazy to see that people was really um going along with it like it was really like a real thing and i see that a lot on social media you motherfuckers don't use your context clues you motherfuckers don't even look at the video or look at shit just look at the video over and over and look at objects in the video for real for real y'all just see some shit and y'all just go with what y'all thought y'all seen rather than doing your due diligence and actually paying attention to whatever the fuck you seeing and then you, you don't look at your goddamn videos that you're seeing on social media and you just goddamn just go with what the, the fuck you think you see and i hate when people do that i i hate when people share an article and they just share the article based off what it says initially then rather Click, clicking on the motherfucking article and reading the article and seeing what the fuck it say. That's another thing I hate. I even hate when motherfuckers ask dumbass questions that you can Google. I could go on. I got a lot of shit that I hate, but that's one thing that I hate because they just uh, made up a story and ran with it. Just basically just saying that the shit was real and Boosie ain't no real nigga because he got uh, he got uh somebody in the in the lgbt community talking shit to him and he ain't doing nothing they just ran with that story rather than knowing that it's for a fucking video god damn do you do your research do you pay attention to what the fuck you looking at this is all i'm saying pay attention to the video click on articles that you see rather than you see an article that says y'all see an article for example that say New stimulus check for ten thousand dollars is coming next month. Rather than reading a motherfucking article, and that article might say, uh, "Stimulus check for ten thousand dollars will happen unless such and such does this, Congress does this, the president signs off on this." Da 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 da. But y'all motherfuckers will share that article and get everybody else hopes up, and these motherfuckers ain't gonna. Uh, click on the article either because they're going to assume that you clicked on the article and I already know what the fuck you talking about. So, nigga, just do your, do your due diligence on research. God damn. Uh, Jay Prince and Kanye. So, Kanye basically, <clears throat> that's going to tie into the other shit that I was talking about. He did the Drink Chance video to where he basically shitted on a lot of motherfuckers. Uh, Big Sean, uh, Just Blaze, um, who else? I fucked with the interview though because he basically he was blind as fuck. He said what the fuck he said, and he said it only how Ye did it, and yet how Ye will do it. Uh, and I think they said it's gonna be a part two to come out on Thursday, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm definitely for sure tune into that. But in the interview, Kanye was like he was saying he had no problem with with Drake at all. He wanna uh, reconcile their differences and end the beef. Uh, because uh, I think him, Drake, and Jay Prince are trying to put in an initiative to free Larry Hoover. So, 
long story short, uh, it was a video that got down. Kanye basically was apologizing, reading off of a letter that was. It say it sounds like Jay Prince goddamn told this nigga word for word or verbatim what to say on the motherfucker, and he was uh, looking like yeah nigga, he was looking. <laughs> Kanye West was reading. Jay Prince was was just standing up there like yeah nigga, yeah nigga. I'm I'm, I'm you you gonna read that shit? We gonna get this shit done? The free Larry Uber? Yeah nigga. He was looking like a motherfucking boss. Yeah nigga, do what the fuck I tell you to do, nigga. I'm Jay Prince, nigga. Yeah nigga. I'm the boogeyman of hip-hop. That's how they be treating this nigga like he the boogeyman of hip-hop. But it's got to be something to it. It's got to be true. If anytime he insert himself in a situation, niggas listen to him. And niggas listen to him. So the video was just funny because it looked like a father telling his son to apologize for some shit. It just looked funny as hell if y'all ain't seen the video just type in jay prince and kanye video you'll see what the fuck i'm talking about um and yeah jay-z he made a, a instagram account that motherfucker got a million followers in hours he was basically doing it for the promo of the, the harder they fall movie which i still haven't looked at but i've been seeing a lot of people saying it's a good movie so i'm gonna tap into it eventually um um, last week's show, I did say <clears throat> I'm not really a fan of Western films, but from the from the previews and the promo that they showed on the movie, it looked like it's going to be good. So, I'm going to tap into it eventually. But, yeah, he made the Instagram for the promo, and then he just deleted his shit after he was done with it. And that's some hard shit. I would probably do some shit like that if I was Jay-Z and I needed some shit to promote make my goddamn Instagram account promote that shit and then when the promotion shit over I delete that shit because I ain't really fucking with y'all like that I don't need y'all in my life if I'm Jay-Z now I don't need y'all getting no day-to-day update Instagram posts and stories about what the fuck I'm doing nigga I'm, I'm Jay-Z that's all you need to know nigga but that shit was hard I, I fuck with that uh shout out to Missy Elliott I wanna say she got inducted into I don't want to get this wrong, but let me see. I don't want to say she got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nah, she got a uh, a star, a Hollywood star, I want to say. But hold on. Yeah, she she uh got a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's well-deserved. Uh, shout out to Missy Ellen. It's well-deserved. She should have been got that shit, though, in my opinion, but... Better late than never, goddamn. And this was a funny ass story that I seen. It said R. Kelly's Brooklyn cellmate reportedly created comic book depicting the two men doing doing yoga together. And it said R. Kelly's time behind bars has been quite eventful, from po- protests to singing his songs outside of the federal prison to his countless pleas for release. It doesn't seem like he's ever had a dull day. It looks like things just got even more interesting for Kells, who is now the star of a comic book. According to the New York Daily News, R. Kelly, R. Kelly's cellmate, who was convicted of threatening to kill elective officials, has created a comic book depicting their life behind bars. Brendan Hunt created the drawings, which featured him and Kelly doing yoga together in an attempt to be sentenced to time served. 
The comics show Hunt and Kelly meeting in the cell and carrying on their day-to-day lives as cellmates who discusses music and, and does yoga. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Well, the nigga say, if I'm going to be in this motherfucker, they want to have every woman in the goddamn world to say that I did something wrong to her. I'm going to goddamn enjoy the time I got in this motherfucker. Hey, you make the best out of your situations, R. Kelly. And for the thousand time, I'm still going to listen to R. Kelly music. I'm still going to goddamn listen to it, bro. I'm going to separate the person from the music. And I'm going to stand on that hill, too. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say about it. I'm still going to listen to this nigga music. For sure. Uh, What else we finna get into? Uh, I think I done got it. I went through everything for read, for read. Uh, we gonna talk about Will and Jada in the, in the uh the second part. Cause I've been trying my best to avoid talking about this. I don't think I talked about this shit on on any of my episodes before, but I'm just fed up with the whole storyline of that shit like and I'm gonna get my thoughts on it uh after the commercial break yeah that shit just crazy to me uh what else okay we just gonna give you a quick look sports overview um uh, shit that I think motherfuckers really give a fuck about we ain't gonna dive too deep into it uh we had the Alabama and um, LSU game. Barely motherfucking won. And me personally, I'm kind of scared for the rest of the season. I know we played. It's some whack-ass opponent we played this week. Uh, next week, we play Arkansas, and then we play Auburn. If we don't get our shit together by that uh, Auburn game, we going to get beat by Auburn. If we get by Auburn... It's not looking too good. Uh, it's not looking too good for the Auburn or the, even if we make it to the Georgia game. This is, from years past, we've been clearly better than Georgia. The Georgia been, they've been on their motherfucking shit this year. They've been, they've been beating the fuck out of motherfuckers this year, and we've been barely getting out of motherfucking games all year. And we lost to a team that we was once supposed to lose to. We've been in games with motherfuckers been in games with us that. Wasn't supposed to be in games with us. So, I'm going to be just totally honest. I'm not confident at all with us unless we do some miraculous shit within these couple of weeks. And, y'all, we blow out this rinky-dink-ass team this weekend, and we blow out Arkansas, and we blow out Auburn. That's the only way that's going to gain confidence for me. And I'm a, I'm a, y'all know me. I'm a huge-ass Alabama fan, but I'm a realist. And it's, it goes the same way for the Lakers. We've been in close games, unnecessary as close games. Every fucking game this year. Going to overtime. Up 30 points and getting motherfucking... I can't fucking talk, goddamn. Uh, we getting teams and shit. <laughs> Damn, like, what the fuck is wrong with me, bro? Like, I've been tripping. But, yeah, we've been getting teams <laughs> that's coming back when we up 30 motherfucking points to goddamn beat us, bro. We need to get the Lakers and 
the Lakers and uh, Bama are basically the same team to me this year. Like, y'all, they're a reflection of each other. And in order for me to gain full confidence in either one of y'all asses, y'all need to get y'all shit together. But shout out to Melo. You've been doing your motherfucking thing. Uh, for sure. Uh, who else? But all the rest of y'all, shout out to AD too. But all the rest of y'all, man, get y'all shit together. And Bama, the whole team as a motherfucking team, nigga, get y'all shit together, man. Uh, it's been reported that Frank Gore and Darren Williams are gonna fight on the undercard of the Tyson Fury and uh, what the nigga name? The brother of uh, Tyson Fury. Uh, what the fuck that nigga name? I don't remember the nigga name. He's not important. He just know he's Tyson Tyson Fury's brother. Uh, they fight on the undercard of that. Uh, the Tyson Fury brother versus. Uh, Jake Paul and if y'all don't know who Frank Gore is he's a NFL running back and Darren Williams he played for the Utah Jazz you feel me NBA point guard that was a a random ass match though because I didn't even know Darren Williams was a boxer like that or even Frank Gore that shit was random as hell but uh yeah, that shit crazy. And I meant to mention the Atlanta Braves. They won the World Series. Uh, I meant to mention them last week, but y'all know a nigga. I can't remember every motherfucking thing, but that ain't no excuse because that's some shit I should have remembered for sure. Uh, but shout out to the Atlanta Braves. Y'all finally have um, a reason for Atlanta to be proud about uh, their sports uh, team from Atlanta. Finally. So shout out to y'all. Um... OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., he got released from the Cleveland Browns. And it's reported that uh, the three teams that are in the run is to pick him up. Pick him up. We're going to get through this show one way or another, man. I can't motherfucking talk, man. I don't know what the fuck going on, but we're going to get through this motherfucking show. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr., it's been reported that he's going to uh, get either picked up by the Patriots who else they said? The Packers or the Saints. Now, me personally, I think the Patriots going to get him because anytime a, a, a well-known wide receiver is up for the grabs, they get that motherfucker. Like, but it would be, either one of them teams, is it would be crazy to see. It would be dope to see. If he went with Aaron Rodgers with the Packers, that should be crazy to see. If he went to the Saints, that should be crazy to see. So, either way it go, oh, I'm going to be tapped in and tuned in. But I really think the New England Patriots are going to be the one to pick him up. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, the Aaron Rodgers. And basically, Aaron Rodgers uh, in a press conference, they asked, asked him, was he vaccinated? And he, rather than saying he was vaccinated, he said, I'm immunized. And it later came out to be a lie. And he wasn't immunized or vaccinated. And he tested positive for COVID-19. So they basically fined him. And they fined the Packers $300,000. But it's kind of like they didn't really... They only fined this nigga like $15,000. And I think it's crazy to see how everybody wanted to shit on Kyrie for doing something similar but when a white quarterback lie and want to do the same shit it ain't too many motherfuckers really on his neck about the same thing that Kyrie Irving did himself 
I just think that's real interesting and real interesting. That's very interesting. So, yeah, that shit crazy to me. But I'ma just get it. Just think about that. I'ma just give y'all uh, time to think about that in the back of y'all head. You got two superstars in their respective sports. One's white, one's black. One's get basically like a slap on the wrist. The other one, they trying to crucify the nigga. I'ma leave y'all with that. Take some take some th- time to think about that and, and, and brainstorm because. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's, I'm going to just leave it at that. And with that being said, man, uh, we're going to take a, a commercial break, pay these bills real quick. And we're going to be right to fuck back with part two where we're going to get into some topics. And I'm going to talk my shit, man, like I always do. This is Unchristian Like Conduct Podcast with your boy Golo. We'll be right the fuck back. Niggas ain't letting shit die. Yeah. Hit a nigga bitch outside. Then I put up the V line. And we had them sticks outside. Dragging on lean on tie. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Must have spent 35, 45,000 up in Tiffany's. Oh.
Hey y'all, I'm Tahani and you're listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. Be sure to shop with Seven Figures, that's S-V-N-F-G-R-S on Instagram. Hey, it's your girl Love Mo here and every Wednesday you can tune in to listen to Unchristian Like Conduct Podcast. Hey y'all, it's your girl Kay, and you are now listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. I am the owner of Pop Puff Curls by K-Bay, and an organic hair care line and hair services. If y'all don't know, now y'all know. So you will know, it will be in stores near you. So tap in, and thank you for listening.
We got London on the track. Jesus, I need you. I don't fully understand everything right now, but I know you have great plans for me. I'm hurting, but there is purpose in my pain. I need you. I need you to restore my faith and love. Give me strength. I know I can't do it all on my own. I'm tired. I don't want to hurt no more. I don't want to feel like this ever again. Thank you for hearing my cry. Thank you for hearing my heart. I know you'll do what's right with it. Thank you for never judging me. I'm broken, but I'm beautifully broken. I know you will help me put all the right pieces together. I know my pain is not in vain. I know that my baby is the most precious gift you've given me in life, and I thank you for that. Thank you. Cover and protect us, Lord. I pray the next man in my life will be my husband. I pray he loves me, leads me, guides me reassures me. I pray that he holds me. I pray that I have everything I want and need in him. I pray he will love me the way you love me. Your love is unconditional. You are the way, the truth, and the life. In you, there's hope. Lord, you say, love is patient. Love is kind. It is not envy. I believe in this pure love. This is what I want. Lord, thank you for reminding me who I am. I am a queen. I deserve to be treated like one. I'm a warrior. I will get up. I'm a child of God. I'm everything you say I am. I'm an overcomer. I'm built for this. Lord, I'm ready. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just like that, we back, man. I appreciate y'all for still staying tuned and, and you feel me? Rocking with me through the commercial breaks. Rocking through with me through the whole show. I fucks with that. I fucks with you. But yeah, man, we finna get into some 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 topics and shit real quick. Um, what the fuck? How do, what, how do I want to start off? Let me see. Matter of fact, we gonna start off, yo. We gonna start off, you feel me? What y'all just heard was Sierra's prayer. And uh, I wanted to goddamn tap in with this shit. I didn't mention the Summer Walker album in the music part because I wanted to tie it all in in one topic. Now, me personally, I fuck with the uh, Summer Walker album, but I don't fuck with the story behind the album. I don't fuck with how, once again, everybody want to shit on London on the track, but they ain't holding Summer Walker accountable for what the fuck she did. Um, and that's just women in general. Like, y'all shit on the niggas, but y'all don't hold uh, your part 
in a story, y'all don't hold yourself accountable or you don't hold your homegirl accountable when she with this toxic fuck nigga and she don't want to leave or she go into the situation knowing this nigga already toxic and a fuck nigga and then when the shit hit the fan all the blame is on the fuck the toxic fuck nigga but you knew who the fuck this nigga was he already showed his colors before you even started fucking with him so why not hold yourself accountable like damn I already knew this was gonna be some fuck shit. I already knew this shit was gonna be toxic. But I, I feel like I can change. That's what the fuck y'all be thinking. I feel like I can, I can change, or I can, I can, I can make the best out of this situation. So I'ma still fuck with it anyway. And I made this analogy like <clears throat> this whole situation remind me of just, just for example, just see, just say you got down. You, you on the side of the road. And you see three different motherfucking women get hit by an 18-wheeler. I know it's an extreme-ass example, but extreme examples, this this shit um, is meant for an extreme example, in my opinion. Because it's the only way this I'm going to get my message across. There's this thing, like, it, you, you see three different women get hit by an 18-wheeler in the same spot. And you be like, damn. I know these three different women got hit by an 18-wheeler, but I feel like if I go to that same spot, ain't no 18-wheeler gonna come and hit my ass. Cause I'm just, I'm just, I'm just built like that. I'm that bitch. I'm, 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 I'm one of them ones. I, I can't be fucked with. I'm, I'm different. Like, what happened to them three motherfuckers ain't gonna happen to me. That's, that's, that's how I look at this situation. She done seen three other motherfucking women fuck with this nigga and that shit didn't uh, end up right. And they warned this mother, and they warned her motherfucking ass that this nigga is a toxic fuck nigga. Don't do it. Oh, nah, bitch. Fuck with y'all talking about. I'm different. He ain't gonna do me like how he did y'all. Uh, why the fuck would you think that would change? Like, why would you think it would change? Why did you think the outcome would be different? And now the outcome isn't different. And now you want to make an album shitting on a nigga. Where half of the songs that you made the album, he making money off of this shit while you shitting on him. So, who really is the winner in this situation? Who really is the winner in this situation? Now, with that being said, like I said, I fuck with the album. Y'all heard one of the tracks from the album during the commercial break to throw it away. That track really uh it hit different for me in general. It hit it that, that was the one that really hit different out of all of the tracks that I heard on there. And this 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 a good ass um she mixed that motherfucker right. She got them the song order and shit. I like how the way she did all the shit, the rollout, all the shit. I fuck with how she did it. I fuck with the rollout, I fuck with the music, I fuck with the everything. I just don't fuck with the story and the message behind the album. I don't fuck with that. Because everybody want the men to hold themselves accountable, but women some man fuck this shit. I ain't finna say some. Women don't hold uh each other accountable or they don't hold themselves accountable more than men have to hold each other accountable. And I don't fuck with that, bro. I don't fuck with that at all. I'm a, I'm a basically I'm gonna tie in two topics within each other, so we gonna no you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tie in all of the topics together because they all coincide with each other. Uh, 
We, yeah, y'all don't hold each other accountable as much as men have to hold each other accountable for the shit that we do. Like, and that goes along the lines of, of cheating, bro. Like, it's always a reason why a woman cheat. It's always, I seen an interview, I fuck with both of them. It's uh, Poor Minds with Dre and Nicole and Lex P. These motherfuckers said on them, like, it's our fault that, it's niggas' faults when women cheat on them. And then we go again. Y'all not holding yourself accountable for the fuck shit that you doing. It's the it's the niggas' fault once again. Like that shit don't even add up. They went on to say that if a woman is telling you what she want and you not giving her what she want, that leads her to the decision to cheat on on you. Like at what time and what uh moment? Do you realize if this nigga ain't doing what I want him to do, he ain't listening to my wants and needs, he ain't providing for me the way that I feel like I should be provided for, um, we're just not, uh, we're not compatible, we're not compatible, we're not locked in, maybe I should go find another nigga, maybe I should not string this nigga along. Maybe I should just leave this nigga alone. Maybe I should break up with him. And maybe I should go find another nigga that can provide what I want to provi- provide it for me. That can love me. That can, um, <laughs> don't mind the voice. It's just, I, I, I make that voice when it's like common sense shit that motherfuckers should do. But common sense ain't motherfucking common. So that's my voice for, that's my common sense voice. So I know y'all be like this nigga crazy as fuck this nigga, <laughs> but that's the voice I use when common sense should be held into the motherfucking equation. But like I was saying, rather than leaving the nigga and finding another nigga that can provide for you, that can love you the way that you want to be loved, that can be there for you the way that you want a nigga to be there for you, just the all around nigga that you feel like best suits your lifestyle and your wants and needs why the fuck would y'all cheat on the nigga when you could just leave the nigga like and i've seen cases where uh it just say the the um just say the whole situation flip what the niggas do this shit and when niggas do this shit a woman will be like why you ain't just leave her that shit period I ain't one of them bitches to be fucked with and that's on period that's that's what y'all be on you see what I just did there though you see how that sound it sound like um, a contradiction it sounds like a double standard because if niggas if if this was a podcast where two niggas said that about a woman y'all would probably tear them niggas down but when women say it, it's, it's, oh, yeah, bitch, 
He ain't doing what he's supposed to do for you. Cheat on that nigga, sis. Cheat on that nigga, bitch. Yes, bitch. That's that's what type of you feel me response y'all gonna get to some bullshit like that. And I feel like that's fucked up. So with that being said, I just came to the conclusion to say that when niggas cheat, they get criticized more for cheating than when women cheat. Women mostly get praised when they cheat on niggas, but when men cheat on women, they get criticized and thrown on the cross. Oh, niggas ain't shit. That's why I don't like niggas now. Nah. That's why I don't fuck with niggas now. Nah. Like, they get criticized, but I don't see the same energy. Y'all don't hold, y'all don't hold these quote-unquote queens uh, accountable for the fuck shit that they do. Like, and I don't think it's ever going to change me putting this out in the atmosphere and be actually talking on it ain't gonna make it change it might it might change a couple of situations but as a whole the shit gonna keep going on and other niggas on other podcasts are gonna have to keep making this a, um, a topic on their show or somebody that's more uh, versed or maybe it might have to be somebody that really is connected with uh, you in general that you feel like whatever they say uh, holds more weight in your eyes, their opinions and their thoughts holds more weight in your eyes than my opinion holds weight in your eyes. Because what I say might not really resonate or really flick that motherfucking light in your head to where like, okay, yeah, he is actually kind of making sense. I kind of get what he talking about. But this motherfucking warlord, like, it might take somebody of a higher stature and power to actually say the same shit to you for you to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should goddamn hold my homegirls, my best friend accountable for the fuck shit, shit that she do rather than praising this shit. And, yeah, hold your homegirls accountable and hold your own motherfucking self accountable. Because I know a lot of motherfucking women just cheat. They be cheating. And why you cheat? And they go back to the nigga. Or the nigga cheat on them and they go back to the nigga. Like, where is the trust and the stability and the. And the. Uh, where Where is that in a relationship? Like, I, I got a one strike uh, clause in my any of my relationships. You fuck up one time, it's a wrap. It ain't finna be no we finna make up and all this shit. You fuck up one time, you're out. You're out. I don't give second chances, bro. Because if I got to give you a second chance, it's going to be too much clouded in my on my judgment and in my thoughts. It's going to make me think you still doing some bullshit. So, it's a wrap. You're gone. Like... More power to the ones that give each other second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh chances. Some of them relationships work, but in my world, in my universe, that shit is never gonna happen. Unless I'm probably like, uh, let's say, the only way I see that shit might probably happen is if I'm married to somebody. And some, which I don't wanna speak that in, cause I, it's been happening to me a lot lately. When I speak some shit, the shit actually happened, so I don't want to speak that up to where if I get married and some fuck shit happen, and we'll have to talk it out and resolve the situation that way, but if we not married and you my girlfriend or some shit like that, and oh no, no bueno, oh no, I'm not finna give you a second chance, 
I'm going to give you a first chance to go do that shit to somebody else. Not this way. No way, Jose. No boy. No. Fuck that shit. But yeah, man. Uh, hold each other accountable and hold yourself accountable. It's the moral of the story, bro. And that ties in with Summer Walker and that ties in in general. Uh, oh, yeah. Then I was talking about the red flags. <clears throat> The difference between y'all want to say shit be red flags. The shit only become a red flag after the goddamn ride is done. And what I'm talking about is when you get on that ride at Six Flags, you having a time of your motherfucking life. You got them the wind blowing in you, the adrenaline hitting your ass. You like, oh shit, this the best ride I done been on in my motherfucking life. This shit is fucking incredible. Like, oh my fucking god. I want to do this ride again. If I, I want to, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I want to do this ride. I want to do that ride. I want to get on that ride. I want to goddamn get some kind candy before I get on this next ride. You feel me? I want to do all that shit. But then when that ride ends, you get your ass up out of that goddamn ride. You goddamn uh, walk out that motherfucking gate and you take your little happy ass on home. Then that's when the red flag thwack your ass like oh shit i was having the time of my life but this shit really ain't what i'm supposed to be like and this shit is toxic so half of the red flags y'all be talking about some shit that y'all enjoy until that ride is motherfucking over so if y'all want to avoid all these red flags and want to call everything a red flag stay your motherfucking ass on that ride you better have an unlimited goddamn um Unlimited pass on that motherfucking ride and keep goddamn riding until that motherfucking ride won't ride no more, goddamn. Or else stop fucking with these goddamn situations that's that's becoming red flags, then motherfuckers. Yeah. That's the only solution I got for you. So if you don't want to take that solution, I don't want to see shit else about a red flag because. Shit, you probably a red flag your damn self. So, y'all just waving motherfucker flags like a motherfucker. Like, y'all might as well have a flag football team, goddamn. Just flags waving every motherfucker well. So, you are what the fuck you will track. You want to say this and that a red flag? Well, bitch, well, whore, you're a red flag too. And yeah, I did say bitch Because some motherfuckers are bitches Some motherfuckers are hoes And we're not talking about the women that got sense And that are doing Womenly shit And, and, and holding down what the fuck They supposed to hold down We're not talking about y'all We're talking about the ones that ain't doing it And so therefore you are a bitch You are a whore You are all that shit in the book For shit show <laughs> Okay I think I done tapped in not tapped in. I think I done tied all three of them goddamn topics into one. The first topic, well, I'ma just the topics that I was I separating them as is red flags or six flags. Why cheat when you can just leave? And women cheat for worse reasons than men do, but men get a larger amount of blame when they cheat. So I tied all three of them topics into one little monologue. Uh, oh yeah. The reason why I put Sierra's prayer at the beginning is because fuck a Sierra's prayer. Have your own prayer. As a matter of fact, I made my own prayer. Uh, and we're going to get into that shit right now. 
Uh, hold on. Let me see. Everybody bow their heads. And close your eyes. And don't peek out the other eye to look and see if everybody else's head is down. Just keep your uh, head down. And let's pray. I pray the next woman of my life will be my wife. I pray she loves me, motivates me, listens to me, reassures me, holds me down. And let's go over the next man's hands. Because the next man's hands is thin. And it's not a, and it is not as of what is within. Amen. But guess what? I'm not done. I pray she's honest and lets go of her hot girl ways and only goes back to those ways when it's just us. Yes, that's trust. You, me, us. I pray for trust. Not too many have trust. Not too many are trustworthy. Let's just be real. I pray to be with the healer whenever I'm down and sick and shut in. I pray for a legacy and not a temp agency. Because the love I require and give is a full-time position. Let me run that back one more time. I just said something. Oh, my God. That's a bar. That's a caption. I pray for a legacy and not a temp agency. Because the love I require and give is a full-time position. I'm going to say amen to that myself. Yeah, that just gave me the that just that just I just caught the Holy Spirit up and heal myself. I what did y'all just hear what I just said? I pray for a legacy and not a temp agency because the love I require and give is a full-time position. Lord, thank you for reminding me who I am. I am a king and I deserve to be treated like one. For all that I've been through, whether they were lessons or blessings, I just pray the next woman in my life brings more blessings distresses and now i'm gonna officially say a mon that's warlow's prayer that's golo's prayer i want to put out the challenge to all of my male listeners nigga listeners fuck male listeners nigga listeners write up your own prayer we don't give a damn about no damn sierra's prayer just like she uh prayed quote unquote for Russell Wilson to come in her life we need to pray for uh, uh, the woman that not necessarily is just a wholesome like good at two shoes woman but the woman that we want in our life for us the perfect woman that we feel like is the one in our uh, we need and want in our life that's gonna make us a better man in our life for us we need to write down a prayer uh, <laughs> a prayer for us <laughs> you feel me we don't give a damn about a Sierra's prayer and I might have been a little funny in that prayer, which is on purpose. I mean, this is a show, and I, I am going to be funny. But in all seriousness, I feel like all men, all my nigga listeners need to write down and come up with their own prayer. You ain't got to share it to the world. You ain't got to share it to nobody. But just write up your own little prayer, your notes, and just just get down on your knees and say your regular prayers and then say that prayer afterwards or along with it because if sierra can pray if that's the prayer she prayed to get russell wilson hey man we can do the same thing and get the woman that we want in our life and need in our life to come to us and speak that into fruition ourselves so yeah that's why i titled this warlow's prayer because 
we ain't finna follow a celebrity's prayer and make that ours to to um manifest the perfect partner in our life. Make your own prayer. It ain't about no damn Sierra's prayer, no damn Summer Walker's prayer, no damn uh winter runner's prayer. I'm give a damn if it's Summer Walker, winter runner. Nigga, fuck all that shit. Make your own prayer. And I know I just cussed and used the word prayer in the same sentence, but y'all knew what the fuck was going on when y'all turned and y'all hit play on this podcast. <laughs> y'all knew what the fuck was going on, man. But yeah, that's why I named. That's why I titled the name. But uh, the title this Warlord's Prayer because this is basically uh, a play off of Sierra's prayer that's on Summer Walk's album. Uh, what other topic do I want to get into? Do I want to get into that one? Nah. Uh, I really feel like I got off once again two weeks in a row. I got off what I feel like needed to be got off. I had a couple of more topics I wanted to get into, but I'm going to just leave it where it is right now. I feel like I did what the, what the fuck I was supposed to do with the episode, man. Once again, man, appreciate y'all for listening. Oh, yeah, and by the way, I got new merch dropping Friday. Uh, shit, shit hard. I got some new merch dropping Friday. Uh, make sure y'all follow my page on Instagram. It's www.apparel underscore at Instagram. Follow me on IG at Warlow underscore though for the uh, upcoming updates and drops of the new merch. This shit hard. Leave a rate one to five stars, preferably five stars because this shit is this shit is a one of one. Ain't nobody doing what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, time to pop my nine. I ain't finna get into all that, but preferably five stars because this shit lit. So, um, do that. Uh, what else? Follow us on Twitter at GoatLowENT. See your reactions, um, quotables, favorite part of the show, or just send just whatever the fuck you want to send. Send it to at us at GoatLowENT and send that to us. Um, or send it to my Instagram or send it to um any social media I got, send me your feedback or the quotables, the things that you really that really stuck out to you during the show and all that, man. Uh but with that being said, man, this is another episode of Christian Like Conduct with your boy Golo. And we'll catch y'all next week, man. We got this motherfucker. You know I got the juice, man. I just hopped up at that Lambo, Batmobile like Bruce Wayne. I just dropped 200 on my gang, that shit was pocket change. And 300 for my chain, that's a Bentley Moose Saint.
Play good ballin', 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 NBA. I never been mad, rich. I got like 10 bitches and I'll 10 of them the bad. I got like 10 bitches and I'll 10 of them the bad. Addicted to this money, yup, I get that shit the fastest. Yeah, I gotta have that shit. Hey, where your bag at? Run your bag at? Look, nigga, where your bag at? You ain't talking about no money, nigga, bag back. Yeah, you ain't talking about no money, where your bag Another one, and another one, and another one.